Hi, this is Bethany Balser, and you're listening to Coffee and Valkyrie. Happy Friday, Susie. How are you doing today? Happy Friday. I'm doing well. Um, not No complaints here. How about you? None over here. How's the weather down in uh, enemy territory? <laughs> it's nice and sunny right now. It's been um, like chilly in the morning every day this week, but then all of a sudden happy and bright when you get out of work, which is about all you can ask for. Yep. Same, same up north. Yeah, pretty much, you know, cloudy, a little foggy in the morning, but then, you know, once it hits noon, it starts warming up. But obviously being up here in Seattle, it's probably like maybe five degrees cooler than it is for you down there, but same thing. Yeah, yeah, not much different. Yeah. So let's talk about Rain FC. Yeah, what a great win on Monday, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, as like Vlako Adnanovsky said in his post-match, you know, he's very happy to get the win against the defending champs, you know, I'm sure he would admit to, like, you know, wasn't their ideal full-strength 11, much like how it wasn't the full-strength ideal 11 for Rain FC, but a win's a win. A win's a win, and the way that the Rain just totally took North Carolina's game away with the press all across the field, especially higher up the field, mm-hmm. was was really impressive, and I think even more impressive considering – all three players along the front line are new to the team and it's not super easy to adopt a defensive press, especially when you're playing um, forward and that they've learned so quickly and have adapted and really integrated well with Jess Fishlock. I was, I was really, really impressed with how the team showed up on Monday. Yeah. And, and they pretty much carried it well throughout the match. I mean, we know and we saw that in the second half, North Carolina was able to establish a little bit more control. And then they obviously get a goal in the 89th minute. That sounds about right. Yeah. I, you know, and then they were making, you know, it gave them the confidence boost to try and, you know, push forward and get another one. But, uh, you know, eventually it was too little too late. But, I mean, yeah, even though North Carolina looked a lot better in the second half, you know, Paul Riley uh, was – first to concede that like it just wasn't good enough uh for the entire team over the course of the entire um afternoon on monday yeah but yeah um you know fishlock said it uh in her first post-match press conference on monday and then you and i've talked about it you know ever since then but yeah just how fun it was to see that instant click between her darian jenkins bethany balser and shay groom yeah, I was I was pretty I wasn't surprised because it's definitely where Fishlock played a little bit more last year, but um, considering that Bev's been playing more in that attacking midfield role after playing a forward for a good chunk of her career, um, that she and Fishlock switched spots this match, and um, Yanis was kind of sitting behind Fishlock, who was at some at some points in the game playing more as a striker even, mm-hmm. um, but that she was able to integrate so quickly into the attack just says a lot about the character and quality of Jess Fishlock, but also how um, smart of players those front three are that they could adapt so quickly to the runs and, um, and work with her. Yeah. And um, it's just fun all around. 
yeah, it was just fun all around. And we saw, we saw and heard how the optimism uh, Fishlock had in herself of like, yeah, once we start training together and then, you know, start doing things, talking about things on and off the field in developing that report, it's just like, you know, just imagine what they can do then. Because, yeah, it looks like it's going to be, it can be fun, especially with, you know, pretty much all World Cup uh, bound players now gone from their teams. It's, you know, that point of the, se- the NWSL season this year that we knew was coming. Who has the depth and who has the quality within that depth to, you know, make that run and also just keep their game plan and their system going so that when the World Cup players for their respective teams come back, you know, it's, they don't feel like uh, there's a whole lot that they have to do to pick up the slack or, you know, hopefully everything, they can just gel into everything seamlessly. Yeah, they don't feel that like instant pressure to carry the team. They can work their way back in whatever ways best for them. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was pretty good all in all. Um, was there anything around the league that uh, caught your interest? Um, I think the uh, well, I think overall I've been um, pretty impressed with how the Washington Spirit have played after being pretty abysmal in the attack last year. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're they've been impressive and got a a pretty impressive win over Chicago last week um yeah and you and I went all in on calling that one a draw yeah I mean (laughs) I mean as we were chatting it 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 felt like that game should have been a draw and that's just kind of the nature of the game sometimes one team just scores more goals so I still feel good about our prediction um yeah because up to that point we were we were were two and oh yeah we were good on that yeah and I said one nothing rain, but I'll take two one for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing that was not surprising to me at all, but a lot of the matches last weekend felt like the first match where all the World Cup players were gone. Mm-hmm. They were a little messy, yeah. um, and that was expected. And I think I don't think it's gonna. We should expect that for the rest of the weeks while players are out, but. Um, I think people will integrate together pretty quickly and it's not going to be quite as messy yeah. moving forward. And on that topic of moving forward, uh, Rain FC are playing this Sunday against Houston Dash, who had the week off. They had a rest and it's um, the the first time the Rain are facing a player, a t- another team for the second time after I think the rain felt a little disappointed in their performance to open the season on the road in Houston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I mean, obviously that was a game where we lost jet. They lost Jasmine Spencer for the season. Yep. Hopefully Jasmine, if, if by chance you are listening to this, hope your recovery is going well. Exactly. So many good wishes for her. She's such a great teammate. So I'm sure even if she's not on the field, she's helping the team in so many ways. Yeah, just like how, um, to, re- to bring it back to Monday's game against North Carolina, just how uh, Michelle Betos was instrumental in helping uh, new goalkeeper Casey Murphy um, prepare for the match. Prepare for the match. And as um, I think it was Casey in her postgame um, comments shared, Betos actually sat right above her for the second half to help coach a little bit, uh, which is pretty awesome. And, and like to have a teammate that's so invested in your success after they went through what was for her, for Betos such a disappointing 
injury um, mm-hmm. to be such a team player to do that is is really says a lot about her. Yeah, I think we need to talk to uh, the Rain FC comps people to see if they can uh, finagle like a video camera to do like a halftime uh, analysis featuring Michelle Bezos as she's oh, that'd be awesome as she's sitting in like the left field or you know first base uh, stands you know just get her thoughts on what's going on so far in the match. Maybe even mic her up for the match. That would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> get, it, get her a mic and uh, a couple adult beverages. And <laughs> that, is, um, that is content I will subscribe to all day. Totally. But yeah, so um, what do you, th- uh, you know, let's just do it. What, what, let's make a prediction for Sunday's game against Houston Dash. Um, I think... I think that the rain, if they press the same way and get Houston really flustered, who are losing some players along their back line, um, I think that they could score pretty early and set the real tone like they did against North Carolina. So I'm going to go with 2-0 rain. Ooh, 2-0 rain. What about you? Um, I'll go 2-1 rain. Okay. Um, Because I just think Kalia Ojai – can just score at any minute. Yeah, she's very dangerous. Because, because, yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, of what she brings to the field. But yeah, I I'm with you in that. Um, I feel like Rain, if they're able to come out the gate smothering Houston like they did with North Carolina and just clogging up all those passing channels, um, like they did against North Carolina, then yeah, they can set the tone and like I said, get an early goal and yeah, just make it a uh, three straight wins in a row. Yeah, that'd be really nice heading into um, uh, a break for for the league in a week, right? A week? Yeah, yeah. a week. Yeah. Because we have the World Cup next what Friday. What is that thing you speak of? Pretty big deal at the <laughs> tournament. Um, despite some intentional or, or quote-unquote unintentional Robux made by even tournament organizers, organizers, <laughs> um, yeah, it's really hard trying to become a a fan of women's sports, isn't it? It's it's hard. I just have so much love for every fan who sticks with it, who know who's actively searching for illegal or legal streams to watch um, some of their favorite teams around the world. Um, hopefully, someday they won't they won't have to do that. But yeah. Or like even something simple as, hey, I would like to buy a national team jersey of yeah. this country. Okay, we'll fill out this mortgage mortgage qualification <laughs> form, huh? Anyways, but yeah, you and I can rant about that. We could rant for a long time about that. For a very long time about that. But there are more entertaining things for you, Rain FC fans, to listen to. And after the break, you will listen to one of those fun things, which is we interviewed rookie forward Bethany Balser. So after the break, um, you will listen to that. All right, we are here with Rain FC forward Bethany Balser. Bethany, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks thank for thanks for joining us. Yes, thank yeah, you. Yeah, thanks for having me. So um, first off, how again? How does it feel uh, uh, getting the win on Monday against North Carolina FC? Oh, it was absolutely incredible. Um, our team worked so hard and we knew that it was going to be a battle. And so uh, to come out on top for the first time ever against them uh, was a really special feeling. 
Bethany, I'm curious, you know, you went from uh, going undrafted to getting signed with the rain and then pretty immediately after getting called into action for the first game and now you're starting matches not too not too much sooner when you envisioned becoming a professional soccer player did you have any idea this is how it was going to go for you um absolutely not um totally surreal all everything that i've experienced up to this point um and in i mean it was always a dream you know to to come in and impact the team immediately um but i didn't know um how the game was going to be played at this level and so um the fact that um i've adjusted as well as i can and um and seeing the field as much as i am um it's just incredible and i'm very grateful and how has it been in terms of like expect expectations with what it would be like playing in the nwsl because for a lot of people that may not know, you were actually playing on the Sounders women team last season. So you might have gotten a little bit of an, um, I would say like an appetizer to what the next level could be like. But um, beyond that, does it feel like it's a lot faster than you thought it would be or in your just you're being able to keep up with it? Um, yeah, definitely playing um, for the Sounders women helped me a little bit um, just to, to get a higher level of soccer experience. And yeah, it's, it's just quicker than what I was used to, um, more physical. Um, you just have to think three more plays ahead than I did in the past. Um, but I like being put in those situations and it's causing me to become a better player because of it. And so I really appreciate that aspect of it. And was it your time at the Sounders movement that, um, you know, you started getting the attention of Vlatko? Uh, in um, terms of what uh, kind of a player you can be and what you couldn't bring to uh, Rain FC? Um, yeah, I'm honestly not quite sure. I know um, I did that opportunity to get more exposure and to get my name out there because I needed that. And um, yeah, I think just kind of through word of mouth, um, through coaches and stuff like that, um, Blacko was able to hear about me and I was able to kind of get on his radar. Because yeah, the story goes, your coaches at Spring Arbor University uh, sent Blocko uh, some messages and it's like some uh, tape of you and said, hey, check out this player? Yeah, um, my coach Jason Chris at Spring Arbor was incredible for me just being an advocate and getting my name out there, talking to the right people that I needed to be talking to um, in order for me to have this opportunity. So super grateful for him and all the work he did behind the scenes just to, you know, persisting with coaches to give me a shot. And you said the, you said the word surreal early. Is that the best way to describe how it's all been so far for you because you, uh, you know, you are leading the team in goals so far, but you also are becoming kind of a very quick fan favorite. <laughs> yeah, surreal is the only way to describe it. Um, I, I still can't believe that I'm here and just how I got here. Um, it's just so unlikely and um, yeah, just super grateful to, to be in the league. Because one thing, oh, sorry. Oh, you go right ahead, Jacob. Uh, I was just going to say, one thing that we've noticed um, pretty quickly and almost immediately was um, whenever we tweet about you on uh, Twitter, uh, there seems to be maybe within uh, the day after a nice uh, representation of Bethany Balser fans um, liking and retweeting um, anything that uh, anything that we mentioned you, uh, you in. And uh, we've also noticed that like Spring Arbor University's uh, athletics department Twitter account is following us. And so we kind of came up with a fun little nickname uh, for your um, legion of fans. 
Yeah, it's it's crazy the amount of support I have from home. And yeah, I, I heard through the grapevine, uh, the Betty Brigade, and I absolutely love that. I think it's hilarious. Um, yeah, I just, I, I love all the support I have from, from school and from my hometown. Um, everyone's just super excited for me. We'd love to, if you're willing to share, um, learn a little bit more about how Betty became such a prominent nickname for you. Yeah, so it's it's kind of funny. The uh, my freshman year of college, I made a YouTube channel with my friend, and we would be rapping. <laughs> and um, there's a rapper named Fetty Wap. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. And one day, my friend just said Betty Wap, and it just stuck. And um, yeah, it kind of carried through today. So <laughs> that, that's where that one came from. But how about the nickname of boats? Cause that's on your Instagram profile. <laughs> yeah. So in college, my, my coach always said that I like had boats as feet, but it wasn't until I got here and Allie Long kept calling me and like would not ever say Beth. She would always call me boats. And so it's kind of just stuck since then. And just cause I have really big feet. Um, and so, yeah, that, that's kind of been hanging around too. And so I love them though. I love all the nicknames. They're great. When you're the newbie, you just accept them and roll with it, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just take it as they come. <laughs> and being one of the new faces on the team, I mean, how does it feel for you knowing that, you know, you're able to basically uh, hang along with uh, the likes of international players like Megan Rapino, Jody Taylor, Elise Kellenite, Steph Cali, you know, as a young player, what's it like for you? Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy because you watch those people on TV and you watch their games and you're, you're just like, I want to be at that level. And so to be here um, and to be, you know, on the same team as those people, um, I don't know. It, just, it gives me a lot of hope for the future of where I could be. Um, but it's also very humbling um, just to know that I'm playing alongside players like that. Um, and yeah, I, I just want to continue to grow as a player. And so to be able to do it alongside people of that caliber um, gets me really excited. Take us back a few, a few years maybe, or even longer. When did you really uh, see professional soccer as a career option for you? Yeah, so I, throughout my junior year of college, um, I kind of toyed with the idea going back and forth. Um, didn't really know if one, it was even possible. And two, if I even wanted to do it, you know, people would always joke around like, oh, you're going to go pro one day, Beth. And I just wanted to make sure it was something that I wanted to do personally, not just something everyone expected of me. Uh, and yeah, it wasn't until, you know, summer going into senior year of college where I was kind of like, you know what, uh, I'm going to finish out my time here and you know, try to go for it and enter the draft and do all that stuff. And so, yeah, I kind of went back and forth a lot with it, um, debating if I actually wanted to do it. And so obviously I'm really glad I did and um, still have that love and passion for the game. If you weren't doing this, what would you be doing? Um, I'd probably be getting ready for grad school. Um, I was a biology major. And so um, vocationally, I wanted to become a physician's assistant. And so that's probably where my next step would take me. And I'm sure I would still play soccer, you know, in, in summer leagues and stuff. But um, yeah, I probably would have tried to pursue becoming a PA. 
All right. And by the way, uh, congratulations on becoming a college graduate. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. How much, um, you know, how much did you know about Seattle and Tacoma before you moved here? Yes. Yeah, so I, I had played for the Sounders women last yeah. summer, so I was familiar with the area, uh, familiar with some people, you know, I got to know a couple people um, in that time. Uh, not overly familiar with Tacoma just because I was, I was more north, but um, I absolutely love it here. It's incredible. Um, it's such a, it's such a nice area and um, yeah, I, I love it out here, honestly. Do you have any new favorite hangouts in Tacoma? Um, I definitely love Point Ruston. Um, mm -hmm. That's such a beautiful area. Um, and I really like Proctor District as well. Um, yeah, it, it, it's so beautiful on the water. I love it there. We also hear from a lot of players that there's not as much time as one might think for you to, for you to explore, especially so early in the season. But it sounds like you're already getting quite a feel for, for Tacoma. Yeah, I'm definitely trying to, to get out of the house as much as possible and, you know, experience Tacoma for all that it, all that it is. So I, I like exploring and adventuring and finding new things to do. Um, before we move on to a, uh, the fun Q&A session, uh, let's talk about something serious. This Sunday, you guys are placing, playing against Houston Dash. What will the team need to do to get three points? Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we saw Houston earlier in the season, and so um, it's the first time we're playing a team for the second time in the season. And so um, we've been working hard in practice on specific areas uh, where we can um, find their weaknesses. And um, I think if we exploit them um, in certain areas, we'll be able to, to hopefully put some goals in the back of the net. Um, we just we need to play like we did um, against the courage this past Monday. Um, if we come out like that and just put them under a lot of pressure right away, um, I think we'll be pretty successful. Do you guys feel like you've learned enough lessons from the season opening match uh, at Houston that you guys have a solid game plan uh, going into Sunday? Yeah, I definitely think that um, even over the course of the short month, we've, we've grown as a team and um, we know each other's tendencies. And so I'm definitely looking forward to continue to build that and grow that. Susie, do you have anything you'd like to follow up with that? No, sorry. My phone, my connection cut out for a second. Um, but I, I guess I'm curious, and maybe we'll talk a little bit this, about this as we get into some more of the fun questions. But you got to play alongside Jess Fishlock for the first time on Monday as well, after probably knowing her for about two seconds <laughs> before stepping onto the field. Um, but what was what was it like to have her back in the squad from – you know, a perspective of a rookie who's new to the team. Yeah, I had no idea who Jess was. And so I was kind of just like, hey, like I'm, I'm Bethany. <laughs> um, but it was incredible on the field, um, just her leadership and what she brings to the game. Um, she, she does so much organization that I think a lot of people don't recognize, um, specifically with me, you know, she's telling me when to press, where I need to be, because um, she plays right behind me. And um, yeah, you can just tell she makes us better and, and she knows what she's doing. And so it, it's great to have her. And I'm excited to continue um, to grow on and off the field with her. And she had some pretty high praises for you and um, your partners up top and Darian Jenkins and Shay Groom in terms of how much of an instant click there was between you three and her 
and just he was really excited about how you know what things you guys can do once you get in more training time together and then the things you can work on off the field in terms of building up chemistry and uh, building rapport with each other yeah it was definitely encouraging um to see how well we did just in our first game with not much time um knowing how each other play and so i definitely think that we'll be a force to be reckoned with as the season continues on i think it's time for some fun questions what about you <laughs> Sure, I'm down. <laughs> All right, I will start off first because I'm sure Susie has a couple uh, in her pocket as well. But it's match day. You are in charge of the team playlist to get everyone hyped up. What are oh, three no. songs you put on that playlist? Oh, no. I knew I was going to get asked some question about music. Um, you know, what's interesting about me is I don't listen to a ton of, like, pop music or music that's like hot 100 mm -hmm. and so i would be probably one of the worst people to have on the hogs <laughs> um but you know old town road is always bumping in our locker room that's that's the hot hit right now mm -hmm. um i yeah like i don't listen to rap so i feel like anything like that's what gets most people hype but that doesn't get me hype uh -huh. um you know i'm like the type of person that like listens to high school musical <laughs> I think that shows my youth a little too much, but <laughs> whatever yeah, works for you. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I would probably give the ox right to somebody else. <laughs> well, the thing is, we feel like you, you, you might be embarrassed to say high school musical, but we feel like there's probably somebody on that team, at least two people that would probably view that as like a guilty pleasure. Like they would admit to it, but oh, yeah. we feel like they'd listen to it. Like it's on their playlist. It's on their yeah. phone. So maybe I'll just play it and see who's secretly jamming to it. Exactly. And we'll be good. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll take the next question. Um, what, what is one skill you would love to steal from one of your rain teammates? On the field or off the field? Or does it matter? On the field, we'll say. On the field? I, hmm, I want to be as fearless as Shay is. She just mm -hmm. throws her body around and I absolutely love that. And like, obviously I, I don't think I play scared, but like she just goes all in for her teammates and I like absolutely love that. So I would love to, you know, steal that, like at that factor that she has of just like jumping in front of everything and laying it all. Every time there's a cross in, she's always just selling out for it. And I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. But now that you brought it up, I, I want to ask what off the field skill would you like to steal from a teammate? Oh gosh. <laughs> um, off the field skill. Um, that one's harder because I'm definitely still getting to like know my teammates. Yeah. Um, but I can't cook to save my life. And there are some girls on the team who just are chefs and bakers. And so I would love to, to be able to do that. There's a bunch of them, but yeah, I'm a terrible cook. So maybe that. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, quickly, going back to Shay, um, what was that huddle like after she scored that goal? Because it was so evident to everybody in the stands and also just watching, you know, the match stream. What a sense of relief it was to, for her to finally get uh, her first goal on the season. Like, what was that uh, huddle like after, you know, in celebration of that? Yeah, first and foremost, I was so happy for her. I was telling her at halftime, I'm like, you're going to get one. Like, it's coming. She's been so close in so many games. Um, 
But yeah, we kind of all just got together. We were so happy for her, but we were just kind of like taking a breather. We were all, it was like the 85th minute. So we were all pretty fatigued and, and we kind of just said like, hey, five more minutes, like we've got this, you know, um, just, just keep going at it. So, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, if a movie was going to be made about your life and career, who would you want to play you? Oh my word. <laughs> These are good questions. Um, who would I want to play me? Um, someone famous or Could be anybody. Not, anybody? Okay. Yeah. If I'm picking someone famous, probably Elizabeth Banks. Cause I think she is insanely hilarious. Um, but also I would love for my sister to play me because we're the exact same person. And so I would love for her to, to just play me honestly. It'll be her breakout role. Yes. She would love it too. She would embrace it and take it by the reins. That's awesome. Okay. We have, um, the world cup kicking off in a week. Mm -hmm. Um, I assume you followed previous world cups. Do you have a favorite world cup memory or moment that comes to mind? Yeah, um, it w I remember the, the last World Cup because it was the summer after I just finished high school. And I remember when Carly Lloyd scored the half field goal and that I have, I have never jumped up and screamed so loudly for a goal in my, like that wasn't from like one of my own games in my entire life. And it, it, was, I, it was so crazy. I felt like I was celebrating like with my team, but I was just like with my family in our living room and I I remember that moment vividly and I was like wow like we're about to win the world cup and that was the sickest shot ever <laughs> there was like this collective gasp as the ball was going in across the country yeah. I feel like yeah that that world cup was that finals was crazy um okay this is like one of the great debates in modern society pineapple on pizza yay or nay Yay, yay, yay. <laughs> I, I am a Hawaiian pizza girl all the way. It tastes so good on pizza. That's I a fair it. answer, for <laughs> sure. Um, so oftentimes, athletes are, are pretty big fans of other athletes out there. Do you have um, one professional athlete across any sport that you're just such a huge fan of? And what is it really about them that you like? Hmm. That's a great question. Um, wow. That, <laughs> I feel like I should have one that <laughs> pops right into my head. Um, I don't watch many professional sports except soccer, uh, and, which is weird. I just, you know, preference thing, I guess. Um, and so, hmm. Shoot, I feel like I don't have a good answer for this one. That's okay. Not everyone <laughs> has to. Yeah. Like, Let if I could take bits and pieces from different people and put them into, like, one mega athlete, I would. Because <laughs> there's some things about certain athletes I like, and obviously, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, so, we've had two pretty good uh, movie adaptations of these iconic characters. Who would you rather have uh, you back you up in a fight, Wonder Woman or Captain Marvel? Oh my word, you guys are gonna hate me. I haven't seen a single Marvel movie. 
<laughs> well, but there's I a heard, lot of them, so that's I okay. <laughs> I heard Wonder Woman was amazing, though. So I'm going to pick Wonder Woman because girl power. And I heard it was a great movie. So I'm going to go with Wonder Woman. There's, okay. no wrong, there's no wrong answer in that question. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Wonder Woman's fantastic. <laughs> Um, before we before we let you go, Bethany, is there anything uh, you would like to say? Say, do a shout out to some family, friends, anything on your mind? Um, yeah, I'll shout out the Spring Arbor University women's soccer team because I love them and they're just so supportive of me and always have been, um, and I'm super grateful for them. And obviously, my family, um, just like letting me live out my dream. Um, obviously, they weren't. They, I feel like I'm, I'm a homebody in a sense. And so for them to see me go half or the entire way across the country was probably difficult, but um, just the support that they've shown me in that. And then obviously, so just every coach that's invested in me to get me to this point, um, I would not be here today if it weren't for them. And um, yeah, to all the fans, it's been so fun playing home at Cheney. I absolutely love it. Um, I love the atmosphere and the environment um to play down here in Tacoma um so for them too it's it's one fun journey and I'm excited to to keep playing well that's shout great. out to the whole Betty Brigade yes <laughs> Betty Brigade you're the best <laughs> and, at, and at the rate uh your uh yet finished story is going uh maybe um probably won't be long before Spring Arbor retires your uh your jersey number <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll see if that happens. I don't know if our school does that, but. <laughs> Are there any plans to get your uh, family out here to a game? Yeah, they're they're gonna come out in August to uh, hang for a little bit. So that'll the be best. Fun. The best time of year to come out here, as I'm sure people have told you. And yes. You know for, and you know from playing here last year. <laughs> yep. Yep. So that'll be fun to have awesome. them out here, and they'll actually they actually come to a decent amount of East Coast games just because it's closer but I'll, I'm excited to have them out in the Pacific Northwest. Well, Bethany, thank you very much for taking the time to chat with us. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I had fun. <laughs> thank you. Have a great match. Thanks. So we're back. Hopefully you enjoyed that interview with Bethany Balser. Susie, uh, what were your takeaways from our chat with uh, Balser? It was uh, super fun getting to know her a little bit more off the field. Um, and seems like she's integrating super well with the team. Um, and yeah, I, I love what she said about wanting to emulate Shea Groom's tenacity and fearlessness, but I, it's, I, when she was saying that, I was kind of thinking, I haven't really ever thought of Balser as someone who doesn't back down from a challenge as she said, but it's, it is, Shea Groom is on a different level for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's only been a handful of games that we've seen Balser play in person and also, you know, through a, a match stream. But yeah, I don't get that vibe like she's playing timid or, um, you know, scared. I know Vlaco said in his post-match, you know, when we asked about like, you know, her development so far, he's like, he said that, you know, they want to make sure that they're not putting too much on her plate right away, you know, you know easing her to certain situations or not you know, giving her this idea that she has to carry an entire load on her shoulders. Yeah. And yeah, and it looks like she's playing with a lot of confidence as much as she's just having fun. Like, you know, she's been given this opportunity. She's not squandering it. And it's why, you know, she's becoming an instant fan favorite. That's why 
we, you know, have a pet nickname for her fans, which was encouraging to know that she gives it the seal of thumbs of approval. Yeah, she said, what did she say? She thought it was amazing or she thought it was hilarious or something. Yeah, she yeah. liked it, basically. Yeah. So basically. Yeah. <laughs> And it was, it, was, it was funny that she yeah, I heard it through the grapevines. Like, I wonder who told her about, hey, you know. Well, someone from the Betty Brigade reads down her heart, obviously. Yeah, at least our tweets about her. <laughs> but um, there was an, one, another thing that I liked in our chat with her was, uh, you know, when we asked her about if she was in charge of the match day playlist. Uh-huh. You know, she was, it couldn't come up with much on the spot, but. I do think she needs to drop in a couple high school musical songs just to see who on that in that locker room starts jamming to it because I'm pretty sure there are at least two people that are like, yeah, this is my jam. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now we need to now we need to start a little experiment to see who else is in the high school musical. That could be one of our uh, universal questions that we ask everyone else on the team when right. when the opportunity arises that we get to interview other players and um, maybe even coaches. And yeah, we know, we know Vladko loves to sing. Yeah, didn't we hear he's kind of fond of boy bands a little bit? And mid nineties R and B. Yeah, he could. I bet you he could be down with High School Musical. Um, quickly before we. And this episode, you want to do some projections for the, uh, the rest of the weekend's games? Sure. There's some exciting ones this week. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, uh, first on the weekend, Saturday, you have the uh, top of the table uh, matchup in Washington hosting Utah Royals. Yeah, this is a huh. This is going to be uh, <sighs> gonna guess a draw you know what I think uh the same thing because I feel like this could be one of those things where Laura Harvey goes to Washington like always and ends up with a draw yeah I don't I I I was about to say Utah and then I was about to say Washington and I'm just gonna say draw yeah though I would not be surprised if Washington uh sneaks out with the win because I feel like the fact that four of their players are on uh, the NWCL team of the month, that could be, it could be one of those weird things where like that uh, praise from the national media is one of those, you know, confidence boosters that just gets them to play a little bit better. And, you know, it could be one of those things where uh, the soccer gods give them a lucky break somewhere. Yeah. I um, think confidence goes a long way and they're playing, way more confidently than they did last season. Um, and they're young. So that means like they're young and gelling. So they've got the speed and athleticism and obviously the talent too. So mm-hmm. it'll be, it could be a real fun one. Next up you have Orlando pride hosting North Carolina courage. Oh man. As much as I would like to say Orlando, I think North Carolina is going to get a win. Yeah. I feel like, North Carolina wants to avenge uh, losing on Monday against Rain FC, and they're going to take it out on Orlando. As cruel as it, as cruel as it, that sounds, yeah, I just feel like um, North Carolina doesn't like to lose, and yeah, they're going to get revenge. Yeah, and while the Rain midfield um, really did control North Carolina, I don't think Orlando can in the same way. So yeah, be, yeah, hard for them. 
Um, we already made our predictions for Seattle Houston on Sunday. You went with two zero. I went with two one. Both uh, rain FC victory. Yep. And then the final game on the weekend, Portland Thorns finally hosting a home game against Chicago Red Stars. I will predict that the crowd is going to be super into the game. Is there? It's. I'm sure it's going to be one of the loudest and most raucous in a long time since mm-hmm. fans are probably just so thrilled to have their stadium back. Um, but Chicago also likes to show up in Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, whew, this feels like a hard one for me. I think Chicago might eke it out a win. And I'm sorry Ooh. to the home fans for saying that, but I'm Ooh. sure they'll be happy to prove me wrong. <laughs> I like the idea of, of the Red Stars uh, spoiling the party, but I feel like it's just going to be um, too much of a mom- momentum thing for Portland Thorns players with that crowd that's been itching for a home game to finally have one and all the pageantry of reopening that stadium with the expansion. Pictures do look great, by the way. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, I just feel like it's, everything's going to be in Portland's favor and they're going to get a win. It's probably the right prediction. Yeah. We'll see. Is there anything else you would like to talk about before we close this episode? Um, well, I guess I'll just preview for people who go beyond just listening to Jacob and I talk and um, read some of the stuff we write that we're getting super excited about the World Cup in addition to the NWSL season and plan to have a series of content to help people who maybe don't follow women's soccer all the time. Um, get to know some players to watch out for, some of the best matchups that we think you should keep an eye on for the World Cup just to bring fans along this journey. Because I think I'm. this is one of the World Cup years where there's not just one or two dominant teams. There's a lot of teams that have a real shot to make it to the finals, and that's really encouraging for women's soccer and its growth. So um, I think it's going to be a really fun tournament. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to you writing about um, your best friend forever in the world, uh, some <laughs> young some young upstart named Kim Little, I think. Maybe folks name. have heard about her. Yeah, I feel like people have been saying, oh, she's going to do some pretty good things if all goes well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Kim Little and all of Scotland um, is, I think they have a, a chance to surprise people a little bit this tournament, so... Yeah. Uh, Quickly, a question that we asked Bethany Balser, I'm going to ask you, um, pineapple on pizza, yay or nay? Yes, I like it. I love the combination of sweet and savory, so. Yep, I am in full agreement with you on that. That's great. I remember asking Vladko this question, and he said, where I come from, pineapple does not belong on pizza, but considering he didn't grow up here, I'm going to give him a little bit of leeway on that though i'm judging him a little bit (laughs) (laughs) anyways um thank you uh first and foremost bethany balser for taking the time to chat with us today and thank you uh everyone else for listening to this episode thanks everyone